In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. What separates those from quit from those who finish? Is it knowledge? Is it pedigree? Is it giftedness? Is it raw strength? No, it's one word, and you might be surprised what that word is on this episode. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena, whose face is marked by dust and sweat and blood. Welcome to the Men in the Arena podcast, where we interview specialists in the realm of manhood. Each of our guests is an expert in their chosen field or cause as it relates to men. Our conviction is to call you into the arena of manhood, call you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and call you up to be the best version of you. Because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army, I salute you. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast i'm jim ramos your host and guide for today's show and spotify's number one podcast for christian men helping men live in victory and in their best version inside the stress bubble of life and beyond men almost every day we get stories of transformation sent from men all around the world we code those are hero stories this week's hero stories from a pastor dave prill dave says this he says i'm a pastor in a small church and i've been praying for our men and men's ministry a lot. I heard you speak recently and checked out the Men in the Arena website, found a 2023 Coast to Coast Challenge. I was hoping to get one or two guys involved, but I had eight guys sign up for the challenge with me. Our team name is D-Bar, Dad Bods at Resurrection, which is the name of our church, Resurrection. He says, thank you for creating an easy way to invite other men to share this activity. That is so cool, Dave. Dave, if you just hit us up at info at menintherena.org, uh, we will send you some swag. Let us know what your physical address is, and then we'll send you some swag. So, guys, make sure you stay tuned till the end of this interview for our man law. You're going to love it this week, guys. Hey, guys, I'm excited about today's episode. We have our push-up challenge finishers on the line, and I think that today is a great day to understand what separates these guys who finish the challenge and man, these guys range decades, the, the range is decades from each other, uh, from all different states, even as far as the United Kingdom. You know, these guys are as different as you can imagine, but they have one thing in common. They finished the challenge. They're named among finishers. And what separates a finisher from a quitter? I think you're going to be shocked when, when you hear from these guys. So I'm really excited to have these guys on the episode today. So guys, Thanks so much for coming on. And I just want to start today with, now again, you guys finished 65,000 push-ups in a year. I know one guy is coming pretty close to 100,000 right now. 
Uh, Jake, I know, is right around, I think, 75,000. Rod Handley, I think, is uh, I think Rod is around 80 or 90 right now. But let's start with Rod because, Rod, uh, Rod, you really inspired the push-up challenge. You approached me uh, when I was speaking out in your country, and uh, you shared with me a, a battle that you had physically and how you wanted to regain some strength going from a college football, uh, a tight end in college football to a guy who could not even do a push-up and how God really used this to inspire you. And then you, you brother, inspired me. And so I said, well, if Rod can do it, you know, I mean, I'm an, I want to do this thing. I've never done a push-up challenge. And so, Rod, you really inspired me. So I just want to say thank you for that. And I know that you've been ripping this thing out for maybe this might be your fourth year. Why don't you tell us how it all started for you and where you are right now in the journey? Sure. Well, on July 31, 2019, I just uh, came out of a stage four cancer situation. And to be quite honest, I realized I was getting older and weaker every single day. I, I, I knew it. I couldn't do anything about the old, but I thought I could do something about the weak. So I asked the all-knowing Siri the question, <laughs> how does somebody get strong quick? And she said, 200 push-ups a day. And I thought, man, that sounds so easy. But let me do a test drive today to see how many I can do today before I commit to this tomorrow. And gentlemen, I got in push-up position and went down and I couldn't do a single push-up. Nothing. I had nothing in the tank. Zero. So what do you do when you've now kind of made a commitment, but you realize you can't do anything? Well, I started by doing compromise push-ups. From my knees, I, I, I think at that first day, I did about 15 or 20, and I was gassed. Wow. On day 15, August 15th of 2019, I did my first regular push-up. And I've been pushing now for, this is my 42nd straight month of pushing push-ups. I'm continuing the challenge. Uh, I'm, I'm going on and and as of today, I actually keep track of this. I've done over 280,000 push-ups in the last 42 months. Wow. Last year, I did 85,000. The year before, I did 92,000. And let me tell you something that happened this year that I this is this will this will blow your mind, guys. So on July 16th of 2022, I, I injured myself in the night going to the bathroom. My leg fell asleep, and I did a face plant into the wall. Long story short, I I I I got a spinal shock situation. I, I was actually temporarily paralyzed, uh, couldn't move my legs, got to the ER, and the doctor uh, asked me, he says, you are very fortunate that you didn't either kill yourself or, or break your neck or paralyze yourself. And I said, well, I've been doing these crazy push-ups for the last three plus years at that time. And he said, to be quite honest, he goes, those push-ups saved your life. Wow. Said, your neck is so strong, your shoulders are so strong. So, guys, if the whole reason I've been doing these push-ups is to save myself from death on July 16th, they were worth it. Now, I will say this. Uh, for a couple of weeks, I couldn't do any push-ups. <laughs> I, I, <was, laughs> I mean, I was, I was in agony, and, and uh, I became very familiar with the, with the, the medicine called lidocaine. Uh, that, that, that was a great muscle relaxer to help me get my situation back in order. But after, after uh, about six weeks of, of zero push-ups, I was able to start cranking them out again. And today I'm back cranking. My, my goal is to do six days a week, 300 a day. That's, that's, that's where I'm at. Wow. And that's how I got to the 85,000 that I do. I do recommend taking a rest day, a sabbatical uh, day, a rest day, or, or you will hurt yourself uh, just by simply doing the push-ups. But it, it, it's been an awesome journey. I love this year that you guys did it with me. I'm inspired by the the youngest, which is 12 years old, and I believe I'm I'm one of the oldest that that finished the challenge. 
but I love the updates you gave. It encouraged me to keep on keeping on because there there were been times in the last 42 months I've I've said, why am I doing these things? Mm. It's crazy. But I know this, I'm stronger physically. I'm stronger spiritually. I'm stronger mentally. Uh, one of the things I integrated in my push-ups is I memorize scripture and I uh, do do that as part of that. And uh, and I'm just super thankful I got to do with you guys. Awesome, awesome that you're here today and that I get to hear your stories too. Well, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, and I didn't say this earlier. We had over 400 guys said, I'm in and sent us their email. And right around 40 guys actually finished the challenge. So we have this huge, massive rate of attrition. And somebody said to me, well, 90% attrition is pretty normal. And I, and I thought, man, maybe normal for others, but for Christian men, I, I didn't think it would be, quite frankly. So I want to I go headlong into this. So first of all, what, what caused you, let's have a couple of you guys answer, just kind of raise your hand or unmute your phone uh, or your computer. What, what motivated you when you heard about this challenge? What made you say, I'm in? Let's have a couple mm-hmm. of you guys answer that. Scott, how about you? Van Ho- Van Vorst, yeah. And we'll All have right, Scott yep. Camp go next. All right. So I, uh, I'm i also a military chaplain, Scott Van Vorst, Midwest. And uh, a few years back, I went through officer training school, did a ton of push-ups, tons of stuff. And I've been generally working on fitness since. Um, but my push-up points per month or per year is just kind of stagnant. Mm-hmm. And I knew if I could do it for eight weeks, and I push myself harder and push through some barriers. I know I can really make a difference here. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to score all the push-up points on the PT test. I'm going to make it happen. And uh, so I jumped in and I was actually a late joiner, but I was like, I'm going to do this thing and committed to adding it to my, re- my regimen and discipline and push through. When did you finish the challenge? I finished the week of Christmas. I joined the beginning of March. Holy cow. What does that work out per day? Um, it, it grew and shrank throughout the whole thing. There oh, was a little while I was doing about 400 some days. Holy cow. That's amazing. Okay. How'd you do on your PT test? I scored all the points on the push on the pushups. <laughs> I bet you did, man. All right. Well, Scott Camp, how about you, man? Why did you decide to go all in? Um, so about two years ago, I was mountain biking uh, and I shouldn't have been going so fast in a wet, on a wet course and i crashed my mountain bike and i threw my left shoulder into the ground and actually if you look sometimes oh, yeah. in the right lighting you can see i tore my ac ligament yeah. and it never healed properly and i've had other injuries before um i've had four surgeries i've had a total colectomy and i just thought you know i want to give it a shot um i've been through some struggles and Um, I want to become strong again. And also I'm a welder. And so I'm out in the garage all day, moving stuff around. You know, I pick up an 80 pound welder and drag it across a job site. And I do intermittent high strain activities. Mm -hmm. And I figured some point I'm going to pull my back in this. So why not get strong? Uh, and I, I also was a late starter like Scott. Um, I listened to tons of podcasts and audiobooks and I switched through them. And so I listened to your um, intro with Rod, I think on January 13 or 14. Mm-hmm. 
and I was listening to it in the grocery store parking lot. And I remember exactly where I was. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do my first set right here. in the Whoa. Parking lot. And I did. <laughs> well, you know, when you finished, I, I got your video of your finish with your little baby there watching you. And uh, you, you're ripping them out pretty narrow grip, too. I mean, these are legit. You were doing narrow. I mean, I was, I'm a little wider, but you, I was impressed with how narrow you were doing it. And so congratulations on the finish, man. Hey, Scott, can I ask, what, what's the results you saw from the year of doing it? Did you get, I mean, I'm, obviously you got stronger. But what, tell us more about that. Oh, yeah, totally. So this entire year, I have never, like, felt any tinges while lifting stuff in the garage or like, you know, dumping a garbage can or other heavy activities. Um, the first like six months, I would do the push-ups late at night because I would procrastinate. And so late in the morning, I'd wake up stiff. Mm. Um, the lactic acid is still in my system. Um, but then I shifted to doing them throughout the day or in the morning. And I felt way better and way stronger. And I actually quit on, uh, I think the day before Christmas, I hit the goal that I set. And I said, you know, I'm going to do cardio in the next year. And sure enough, like a week later, I was lifting something and I was like, oh, ugh, I'm starting to feel a little bit weak. <laughs> like, no, I got to get back into these. It's just such a good habit. And it totally makes um like you said with your story uh it reduces your chances for injury in a lot of other areas mm -hmm, mm -hmm. well how about chris paul how about you why did you decide to do the challenge well uh as you had uh, described in one of your uh previous uh posts i am um uh, certainly in the father fidelis phase of life <laughs> yes you're old a six-year-old and a three-year-old and uh there is um there's just a lot under our roof. Uh, we have multiple special needs under our roof. And it's just a season of life where there's not a whole lot of margin. And admittedly, as a physical therapist, I uh, work in a uh, CrossFit gym space. And admittedly, I'm every now and then tempted with uh, a bit of a bit of empty. I say you know, tempted with that. Mm -hmm. There's people there at the gym with uh, just, you know, you just see this have a lot more margin in their life to uh, you know, stay there three, four, five, six hours. Uh, you know, some of them are training as, uh, you know, competitive athletes. But I said to myself, all right, you, this is not the season of life, perhaps, to pursue the physicality or training uh, on that particular level. That's okay, by the way. But I said, okay, can't do that, but what can you do? Mm. What can you do? And I'll just start by saying this challenge has been an incredible experience for me. I want to thank you uh, personally for just your stewardship over uh, this challenge, but obviously uh, this ministry as well. It's been tremendous. So it was certainly something that uh, you know put me to the test. I think in the early going, uh, there were you know several nights where I had trouble sleeping. You know the hands uh, getting a little numb, tingling. You know as the muscles are getting used to mm. uh, rugged uh, routine of push-ups. And this was for me a crash course in faithfulness and consistency. And uh, one of our uh, one of our PT uh, colleagues, if you will, who we really look up to, I like what he said. He's like, you know, if we're trying to be heroic, be consistent. There's nothing particularly sexy about push-ups. You get your face on the ground and you push. You do it. Mm. 
And over time, I'd start to notice changes in me. Mm. And I'll give you one, one such example. Uh, I was doing, you know, 250 a day, five days a week. And so it was basically sets of 25, sets of 50. And uh, I'd mark them off accordingly in you know, little hashtags, right? So I'm in bed at night, 10 p.m. The lights are out. I'm about to fall asleep. And I realize, oh, geez, I've only done 225. Well, I can... I can do that too. I can I can do that last 25 tomorrow, can I? And the answer was no. Mm. Absolutely not. No, you cannot. Could I literally have done it tomorrow? Sure. But for me in that moment, I realized if I had, I would just be paving the way for procrastination to mm. anchor in procrastination, right? And so I got out of bed and uh, knocked out the 25 and then went to bed, hit my head, hit the pillow a little bit easier. You can imagine. Right. Oh, yeah. And I consider this, uh, you know, and how this is carried over into my life as a dad. You know, there's going to be those times. Every man here who is a father has experienced it where I don't particularly want to get out of bed, and have this conversation. You know, if my son wants to have a conversation of something very pressing, very important. If I'm too tired, if I don't feel like it. <laughs> those feelings don't matter in certain situations. So this was, uh, in that sense, just a crash course in consistency and faithfulness. And there's a good quote that I uh, came across. Um, I think it was Paulo Coelho, I believe is his name, but he says, Oh yeah. The alchemist. Alchemist. That's right. <clears throat> um, and it's, I think I'm paraphrasing it, but it's something to, the, something to the effect of the reward we get for our work is the reward is not, what we get, the reward for our work is who we become. Mm. So it's good to get the results of maybe two inches more around the chest, right? <laughs> maybe two inches more around the chest after 65, uh, seven. I'll explain that number in a little bit. But um, most importantly, it's like it, it, it showed me. And now further endeavors are going to be without excuse because it showed me you can be a man, not just it wasn't just about completing the number of push-ups. It was about being the kind of man who would see the push-up challenge through, who would commit mm -hmm. endeavor to do it. So it's what's going on internally uh, versus the external two inches on the chest, right? And uh, the number I happen to do, uh, my gosh, uh, firstly, hats off to those uh, repping out the 80, 90, and 100,000. God bless you. Uh, the number I got to is 65.7 because that is an average of – 180 a day exactly for uh 365 days and i picked that number because uh there's there's power i believe in that number you know 180 uh for me man mm -hmm. uh, that is synonymous with repentance right we're doing a 180 we're turning the ship around we are repenting and we're not looking back so that number was significant and uh it's just been a it's an amazing experience. I've been uh, thrilled to share it with uh, with friends who've expressed uh, just great interest in um, in this ministry as a result of that. Uh, about 100 miles into uh, this year's challenge, so um, just uh, really thrilled and excited about uh, all that's uh, become of this. And uh, so much more to say, but uh, our time is limited, so I'll, I'll pass that on. And Chris, didn't you partner up with a couple other guys? Because I saw yeah. I saw you and a couple other guys going back and forth, and I thought that sucker, he's got yeah, a team. Yeah, yeah. So that, well, that's right. Yeah. So um, uh, Chris Lemmel, he's a uh, so I'm in the Greater Cincinnati area. By the way, Jake, are you in Cincinnati? I saw the Beacon shirt. I am in Cincinnati. Yep. 
I saw I saw the Beacon shirt. You guys nice. are in the medical, nice. both in the medical industry. You guys need to connect. <laughs> Absolutely That's right. So, uh, but uh, but Chris Lemmel is a uh, another trainer in our Greater Cincinnati area. Oh, and he was man, he was just in. He was I he started about mid uh, mid January, maybe even early February, and something just went off in his brain. It just, he, he got fired up really quickly. It was a pleasure to have him along board and um, certainly for accountability towards the end, um, yep. things were kind of struggling a bit. Uh, my dad was in the ICU for 14 days, almost lost him. And, you know, I just knew as this challenge was going to come to an end, it's like, there's going to be tests here. There's going to be tests. Something is going to, you know, there's always going to be an excuse or reason to bail out. So uh, Chris was actually a, quite an accountability partner in that, like, buddy, whatever happens, I got a lot going on right now. Whatever happens, mm. keep me on task. We uh, we do this thing. We finish this thing. So I'm thankful for him. Well, you know, it's interesting. You brought up a great point, Chris, that for me, the challenge wasn't the push-ups. I mean, I've got to, I mean, the, I, the one thing I can do is push things. Uh, but for yeah. me, the consistency was the challenge. But the true challenge for me was the challenges that happened during the challenge. I had COVID in January. I got COVID again in June. Uh, I had to, I was talking to Jake at Tizovich here earlier. I had to go in in October and have my orthopedic uh, yeah. buddy uh, inject my shoulder. Cause I had a, I couldn't, was, well, you know how AC it is Sounds like AC joints, something yeah. like that, you know? And so, uh, you know, so, I mean, and you had your dad in ICU. How about you guys? What other challenges did you face? Any of you guys uh, face some special challenges within the challenge? You had to, you know, forgive the pun, push through. Um, for me, I also had COVID this year, uh, beginning in January. And then uh, kind of half the reason I got in this was uh, around January, I started developing severe hip pain in both of my hips Whoa. Um, and realized I needed to do something, was super active and was running, I think, like maybe the first weekend of January and realized I, I couldn't walk the rest of the day because of it. It was so painful. Um, ended up having two hip surgeries uh, to get bone shaved out of them this year. Um, so I remember, you know, repping out some push-ups before they took me back for surgery as well as you know in a hip brace you know, a few days out you know just doing some wall push-ups just to, to try to keep my numbers up a little bit and not too far yeah. far too far be far behind but um definitely some challenges but again it was that kind of commitment um and to myself as well as this challenge that you know made me want to push on and, and keep going through those things and not just you know quit in that moment um, and half the reason I wanted to do this was because it is such a hard challenge and people, when they think about, you know, doing 250 pushups, you know, most days they think are like, man, this guy's crazy. Like this is such a crazy thing. I could never do that. And that just that conversation that you have with people in that moment is like, yeah, but like, I have a God that is strengthening me through this all and giving me mm. the opportunity to do this. And, and the, the moments that I was able to share, you know, not only like, yes, this is such a hard moment and like the, a hard challenge and it's, you know, testing me every day, but like, this is why I'm able to do it. It's like it, it, the bleeding of like, you know, the gospel in those moments to other people that, you know, may mm. not hear ever, you know, um, that was really just something truly impactful throughout this whole year that I, I kept repeating. So it was awesome, man. That's awesome. And thanks for your commitment there and two surgeries. Wow. That's impressive. Thank you for uh, pushing through, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. That's inspiring <laughs> to me. I'm like, yeah. so I, so I got to tell you about two months ago, I did something. I was, I, I know I'm 57 and I've already had one back surgery and I was squatting 300 pounds and I, I think I blew out my back again. So I can, I can, 
I'm standing up right now. I'm in a great deal of pain, but I'm forcing myself to. So this challenge that we're doing for this year is a challenge for me because I got to go a distance. So it's like, okay, I can ride a bike. So I ripped it out 27 miles, but but it's like, okay, so within the pain of a challenge, how do you challenge and push through, right? So that that is really, really good, Jake. Anybody else? I, did, Dustin, did I see you raise your hand? Oh, Bobby. Bobby, we'll yeah. go Bobby. and then, let's, go, let's go Dustin and then Bobby. Yeah, all right. So uh, I'm up here in Michigan. Um, so it's, uh, this, this challenge has been a little bit, uh, a little bit more for, for me on the cold and getting outside <laughs> walking and stuff right now and running and whatnot. So, yeah. but the push up challenge was, uh, brought to me by my, uh, um, a guy from church who turned me on to you. His name is Matt. He's a really good guy, a uh, small group leader of mine. And, and, uh, and I, I'm into challenging my buddies all the time. And so him and I throwing challenge at each other and, and a couple other guys and, and I was doing uh, 5,000 push-ups in January and then 1,000 push or 1,000 pull-ups in January. Whoa. And Whoa. so I was, I was in that when he sent me uh, your podcast. And so I listened to it and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm in. And uh, so my whole thing has been, I, I was in a motorcycle accident when I was 22. I'm 37 now. And I basically tore my leg off. They almost took it at the knee. And uh, my whole left arm was messed up. And so they, they told me I would never do a normal full push up, not one. So <laughs> doing 65,000 last year was my kind of, you know, spit in the face. Like, no, I, yes. I, will, I will do it. I'm going to do it and I, I can do it. And so anything, anything is possible with God, you know, anything is possible. And, and here I am, you know, doing 65,000. So the challenge was always is, is my wrist going to hold up? Does it hurt today? Does it not hurt today? Can I do it? And so that's the same again, it's going to be this year is like, how does my knee feel coming into this thing? And can I go run? Mm -hmm. Can I go walk? Can I bike? You know, how does it feel? It feels pretty good on the bike, but running and walking a lot of times is tough for me. So, mm -hmm. you know, um, I, uh, I get after what I can. I, I got a gym in my house and I try to inspire my buddies as much as I can. And, um, and I, I just try to do a lot of rehab stuff for, for the wrist and for the, for the knees and, and, uh, getting after it. So I, uh, yeah, go ahead. Well, no, I'm just saying, I'm sure Rod Hanley has something to say to you right now. <laughs> the doctor said he wouldn't ever do a push up ever in his life. And he ripped up. Talk about stick it to the man neosis, man. What do you have to say about that, Rod? Well, it's it's incredibly inspiring. Uh, yeah. Thank you. I mean, I'm just again in awe of of how you guys push through, and uh, and it's not it's not an easy challenge. I mean, it's not easy. Here, here's what I'm challenging myself to, and I actually verbalized this morning to a guy because a guy asked me about the push-ups today, four hours ago. I said, when I'm 70 years old, which is seven years from now, I still want to be pushing. And I hope I hit a million. And I'm at 280 right now, 280,000. I hope I hit a million. So I'm committed to this. And part of the reason, and Scott, you really said it well, I'm kind of fearful. What will happen to my body if I just stop? Yeah. I don't want to go yeah. back yeah. to having a bad back, not being able to bend over tie my shoes, gaining weight, getting you know uh, weak. I don't want to do that. And so I, I applaud Dustin and all these guys again and and keep pushing, man. Keep pushing. Yeah, Dustin. That Dustin, we may have to get you on a podcast, a special one-on-one -on -one to 
to talk through that a little bit because that's a that's a lot bigger than we can deal with right now. So I mean, it's yeah. like you know, uh, talk about the impossible. So we, Dale, we can maybe take a note of that. So, so Bobby, how about yeah, you, I'd man? Love what, to get what, on there. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love talk, to get on there. So it'd be fun to talk more about this because that's a uh, man. That's some. That's inspiring, man. Bobby, how about you, yeah, man? What do you have good. to push through? Yeah, for me, I mean, the challenge. So number one, I like pushups. Always have liked pushups. So when I saw it, I, I think I caught it on one of your Instagram posts or something like that at random. I was like, oh, that sounds like something for me. To give you a little context, about 2019, I was an athlete growing up, you know, did all that kind of things. But about 2018, 19, I let myself go. I'd gotten up to about 250 pounds. I was the guy that got the top of the stairs and had like fake it with your kids where you're letting them talk. So you're trying to catch your breath, you know, kind of doing that whole thing. That was me 100%. And we actually found a local gym here. It's a CrossFit box. Um, swore to God I'd never do CrossFit. Um, ended up coming up there. Fell in love with it, lost over 50 pounds, and I actually coach up there now. But going into this challenge, when I found it, kind of gives some context with I'd had I've had shoulder issues my whole I separated my shoulder the first time in like 1997. Um, and this was, of course, you guys you know, that are a little bit older remember this was back in the day where yeah, it was in football, they pop it back in. You know, I missed two plays, I was back in and kept going from there. They yeah. fixed the uh, rotator cuff my freshman year of college. A few years later, I tore my labrum. Um, and then a few years later, I had another cyst come up, the same shoulder. So I was three uh, shoulder surgeries in. So a couple months before this challenge started, I was meeting with a friend of mine who was an orthopedic, struggling with pain and that. And he literally brought me my x-ray and said, most shoulders this bad are about 75 or 80 years old. And of course, I'm looking at him going, okay, cool. What are we going to do? Shave it down, you know, clean it out, <laughs> the old rotor rooter, whatever else. Like that. And he's like, oh, no, 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 no. You're getting a new one. And I was good. Of course, then at that point, I'm looking at him going, what do you mean a new one? He's like, no, I'm talking titanium. You're getting a new one. Um, and the question's not when the question is, I mean, excuse me, the question is not if the question is when. Um, so I knew I was on a limited time frame and kind of kicking the can down the road. So this whole process we started out, that was about October of last year. Obviously, this challenge I started in January. I wanted to do 200 a day every day. So I hit 73,000, which was the mark. And I was big in the CrossFit competing world, nowhere near like the, the athletes you see on TV, I'm doing this local with a, the, the drop in. I'm doing the scaled version the entire time, but love to compete, but knew I was on borrowed time with my arm. Mm -hmm. um, so by the time I made it into August, I'd gotten to where I was sleeping. It was becoming a challenge. Ironically, pushing was not the big challenge. It was a lot of over stuff, uh, overhead stuff like that. So for me, um, like I said, I like push-ups. So it wasn't the push-ups that were the challenge. It was just the mental part of being consistent. You know, I, I, I tell my kids all the time, you know, I was telling my daughter even last night, she wanted to go to church, but she has two quizzes coming up at school on Thursday and Friday. And I was literally telling her, you know, I can get a monkey to go to church on Wednesdays and worship. <laughs> However, it takes somebody that really loves the Lord to realize your grades are a part of your worship and, and pouring into that. That's where real sacrifice is what worship is about. And so for me, a lot of the challenge was about that. Like I'm on borrowed time with this arm. I had it replaced on the 20th of December. I hit my mark of 73,000 on, De on December the 19th, the day before it. Um, and then had the shoulder replaced, but it was on that borrowed time. And it was one to set that example of just consistency. Again, I can get a monkey to do the big things and the extravagant things, but it takes a real man and a real godly man to do like you men have done that, 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 that 200 pushups when nobody's looking, nobody's keeping score, nobody's checking in, you're just doing it to doing it. And so that was the biggest part for me was just 
pushing through the pain and staying consistent with it. And, and also coming up with a schedule. I compete a lot. I would compete on a Saturday. So obviously I wasn't going to do pushups on a Saturday, but knowing that leading into that, I had to adjust my schedule accordingly, whether it was 400 on Thursday or whatever it looked like in the recovery portion coming out to hit those numbers, to be able to stay committed to this challenge, but also doing those things I committed to with my partners and things like that. Um, so I think it was a great challenge, you know, to look beyond the pushups, but look, uh, look into the intentionality of being consistent. And that, those are things we miss as men in America today, of being consistent, being present, sticking with your word, for God's sakes. That is something that's lost in this world today. You know, I said yep. I was going to do this with you men. So by God, I'm going to do this with you men. And that, that meant a lot to me knowing y'all were keeping me accountable in that. Well, Bobby, I really appreciate that point. Because, you know, we're doing a series, you know, I don't know if you know this, but Rod Hanley has a ministry called Character That Counts, or he deals with the character of men. I'm doing a series with my men right now locally uh, called uh, Six Pack in 60 Days. (laughs) And it's six things a man must be a man of. And one of them is a man of your word. And I am bothered by that with the Christian men. And so my question for you guys is, at what? And I think I know the answer already, but at what point in this challenge did you absolutely know that you were going to finish? Jake, how about you? Jake, we'll go Jake and then Jay and then uh, let me see here. Jake, Jay, and then Brett. When did you know you were going to finish this challenge? Um, From the very beginning, I thought I was going to finish it. Back in January 12th, 2018, I became paralyzed and I wanted to, I just wanted to work my whole body get strength back in those legs especially and i saw this i thought i'd give it a shot i mean i was totally paralyzed in both legs when i started this and all the exercise and i i am now walking with canes just my left foot i have dropped foot now so i mean it's all coming back so i'm up the i forget how many 80 2000 push-ups right about now yeah i knew you're up in the 90,000 range yeah and jake you're one of our double xl guys aren't you you're a big dude aren't you just single xl oh are you yeah that's all i am too we're (laughs) we're tiny aren't you tall though five nine Oh, okay i thought okay i got you i thought with somebody else there's some guy that's like six some giant Uh, guy in a group but so you so yeah i was kind of messing with you about your leg Oh you know, uh, yeah, not no, not not being like, mean. I was just kind of going, "Come on, buddy, you can you can run a couple miles that leg." But yeah, you, so I you did. were paralyzed, you couldn't walk, but you ripped out this challenge anyway. Right, I thought I'd give it a shot. I do. I put in like I'm not doing like 250 a day. I'm coming up with a scripture verse like Psalm 106 one. I'm doing 1,061 push-ups a day. Then the next day, I'm doing like what am I doing today? Um. Proverbs nineteen twenty. I'm doing 192 push-ups. Oh my gosh! So that's I. I just jump back and forth like that. And um, wow, I don't know what else. It's real. It's really impressive. There's kind of a theme going on with you guys. All of you guys are physically had a, a yeah. pretty, pretty traumatizing physical injuries. Yeah, you guys just didn't step up to play and go, "Hey, man, I'm a, I'm a hundred percent. Let's bring this thing on." Your mountain bike crash on the forehead. Your blown out shoulders. Your hip replacement surgeries. I mean, you guys are a mess, man. You guys sound like me a little bit. Hmm. So, well, I thought that was impressive, Jake. You knew you were going to finish the day you started. How about you, Brett? So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm similar to Jake where I knew as soon as I, I signed up because 
I have four girls and I have one special needs little son. And uh, in 2022, January, December 31st, we started the new year in a worship time and talking about our goals. And the minute that I tell my kids um, and my wife what I'm going to do, um, similar to what was said earlier, you know, I grew up, your word is your bond. And, mm. um, and so, you know, I heard this quote before where they said, if you have a daughter, you close your eyes and you envision her dating someone that's you. And if you're happy with that, keep going. If you're not change. And, um, yeah. and so, you know, through this whole process, multiple times I have, uh, from 14 all the way down, all my girls are to, to six, 14 to six. And they jump in and they do five pushups, 10 pushups, 20 pushups, different times. Hey, dad, you do your pushups yet? And so, you know, I didn't I didn't have maybe like Chris Paul uh, of a man uh, accountability, but I had four girls watching me asking each day, dad, you do your pushups and they jump in. Um, and with my my son now, he's too young to understand. He's he's just turned two, but I want to be able to show him the shirt and then the next shirt that's going to happen in 2023. And say, hey, even whenever things are tough, man, we, we can get this job done um, when you, when you put your word down. And um, I mean, it was it was it was never in question. That is so inspiring, man. Doing it for the girls, man. That is so inspiring. Yeah, the shirt we want to design a shirt that you'd have forever. You know, this shirt is not going to go anywhere, and it had to be olive military green because this shirt's going to have duck blood on it and deer blood and my blood, and so. Yeah. So congratulations. Hey, Brett, that's super inspiring, man. I'm so excited about that. That That is really, really, um, that's amazing. So Jay, how about you, man? When did you know you're going to finish? Uh, so I knew when, uh, I decided to do it, I knew I was going to finish. Um, I appreciate, uh, your encouragement, your ministry, and I appreciate Rod. I, I remember listening to Rod's, uh, presentation on your podcast before this, uh, came out. And I thought, well, wow, you know, that's, that's super. And it's, and so I ended up doing, I ended up resting on Sundays. Um, I'm, I'm the double XL guy that you were talking about when you sent out the t-shirts. I, okay. I to, didn't lose any weight uh, during this, but I did get stronger. I feel like I get stronger. I have a son that's uh, at West Point and he's, if he watches them, he do them. He says, dad, those aren't real pushups. You're not doing all, you're not going all the way down or anything like that. But I would, uh, I would challenge any, uh, other 52 year old guy to do the, the pushups that yeah. you guys did. And then I did. And, uh, the, the challenge I think for me is going to be, I, I'm, I, in the coast to coast calendar that we printed out and my wife and I are it's just the two, uh, two of us are teaming up to do that. It's I'm keeping track of my pushups on the, uh, coast to coast calendar. Cause I'm planning on continuing this, uh, just like, uh, Rod's been doing. So, but I wanted to thank you for the challenge and, uh, the t-shirt and the ministry and, uh, yeah, I don't, I, but yeah, I decided when, when, as soon as I said I was going to do it, I was going to do it. I, is even though I'm a large guy, uh, I'm very thankful when I get up that my knees don't hurt, my arms don't hurt, my legs, arms, uh, for the most part work. So, uh, I can't get my computer to work, but, uh, <laughs> but everything, everything works. And so I'm, I'm, um, thankful every day that I get up that, you know, and my, on my, my back works and everything like that. And I'm in a, I'm in a car at work and, uh, and so I'm also in and out of a car. And so I'm also thankful I haven't had any back issues with, with that. So answer your question though. Jay, where are you from? Uh, I'm from uh, Denton, Texas, North Texas. All right. And what do you do for a living? I'm a, I drive a police car. 
So you know what? I knew it. I knew it. I could tell. Yeah. I was like, oh, this he's a cop. All right. Well, so whenever I ride my bike in my gym, I've got my little thin blue line flag there. So uh thank you for what you're doing, man. Sure appreciate you. And it's good to talk to another. See, see, the difference between me and you, Jay, is I'm a double X man who wears an extra large shirt. <laughs> you wear so I I'd go with a medium. I'd go with a medium, but it would rip out the arm seams here. So uh, that's the secret of looking good. You just wear tighter shirts. Yeah. Actually, I'm just kidding. My wife would say, you're such an idiot. So, hey, so, so this is really interesting, you guys. So I knew I was going to finish this challenge on day one. All of you said that you knew it on day one. I guess my question would be, how about your marriage? You know, I knew my marriage was going to succeed. If it, if it failed, it would not be on me from day one. So when you think of this, com this, this commitment to true grit, no matter what happens, how has that served you through life? Let's go to uh, Kevin from the UK. So Kevin is our all the way calling in from the United Kingdom. Kevin, how about you, man? Um, yeah, so so many inspiring stories. Wow. Yeah, the first thing I'd like to say is that I never liked push-ups before I started the challenge. <laughs> I, I still don't like push-ups now. <laughs> um but yeah, I think for me, for me, it's it's that consistency and getting that consistency and being relentless and um, you know, like it's I think everyone's saying it, you know, and adapting the plan and being able to do that day in day out. You know, I've I've learned to be able to do that in my own life. You know, over the last few years, you know, because of you know losing a lot of weight a few two or three years ago, and then starting to do a lot of running. But then I never really did much else apart from the running. So. I could always run long distances. And then when this came around, another guy who's completed the challenge, John Cadena, I was doing his 40 days of deliverance at the time in early January. And he, he threw it out there and said, you know, you know, who wants to get involved in this challenge? And and yeah, I was I was straight in there. So so yeah, it's been fantastic for me. It's helped me, you know. And uh, yeah, I, something that I will continue to do. I think just just want to switch it up this year though. And, do something different, maybe 30,000 30, press-ups and then introducing squats into that as well. I do 30,000 squats and, you know, still do the, the, the running as well, 1,000 miles a year. So lots and lots of different stuff, but it's been be, be relentless, be consistent, execute the plan. That's, that's what it's learned me to do. And, uh, and I think you can, apply all in that, you can apply that principle across all aspects of life, you know. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a new believer when it comes to, you know, my faith journey only, 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 you know, found God on January the 13th last year. So, you know, it, you know, being able to apply that consistency, you know, on that journey as well and being able to read the Bible on a daily basis and get into the word consistently, it, it, it's, it's just helped me grow so much this year. It really has. My life has changed so much. And I think this being a part of this journey, being a part of one of the, you know, the men's groups, um, huge effect on me jim and uh yeah you know it's it's, it's fantastic and uh, i love all you guys for it kevin that is so inspiring man you're a brand new christian so you started this challenge right around the day you got saved yep jane oh. i can't i can't remember the day i can't remember the day the podcast went out but i was january the 13th the day i got saved and i'm I, just one of the other guys mentioned january the 13th or 14th earlier and it, that hit me then to be quite honest yeah so, so Kevin, I want you to restate what you said earlier. So you got saved on like January 13th. You've done, you started the challenge right around that same time. 
Yeah. How has the push-up challenge helped you in your faith with Jesus? It, 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 it's, I think it, it's, it's enabled me to be able to be consistent and, and understand the importance of getting into, um, you know, getting into, you know, these, the daily habits, daily rituals, whether that's the right way of putting it, but, you know, for me, you know, reading and reading, you know, certainly reading, you know, scripture, reading the Bible, it's never something I, I wouldn't, I would do, but, um, so it just enabled me to be able to put that, you know, that consistency into that, what I wanted to do and enabled me to grow in them areas, you know, probably not explaining it very well, but, you know, and the more, the more consistent I got, you know, the more in touch I felt with my faith and, uh, you know, being a part of, you know, 40 days of deliverance group, being a part of one of the many in the arena groups, you know, putting myself around all of these, you know, like-minded people and individuals. It's just given me the, the confidence and the belief to be able to apply something on a consistent basis, I think, and being is that be relentless, be consistent, execute the plan. You know, that's that's the the one phrase that's come out from me from this year. And also, I think it's also that adaptability around it as well. But that's so good. That's so powerful, man. I, I'm just so motivated, inspired right now by you guys. Well, you know, I, I noticed something that, you know, we had uh, 400 guys signed up and then we ended up with 40. It seemed like to me that the last month or so, those 40 guys really banded together on that Facebook forum. Did you guys find encouragement from that? Anybody want to talk about that? I, mean, I think for me, you know, it's uh, again, kind of with a gym background, you know, I'm not at the gym I'm at right now because I like the gym and I like the workout. I can do that anywhere. I'm there because I like the people and it's a family and it surrounds you. And I think what I started to see, and again, I wasn't the most active person on social media. I'm not period. Um, but started to see within the pages that that, that family thing starts coming up and that, that dynamic starts coming up. And I apologize if I get the names wrong. So, but, but was it Kevin that was just speaking? I mean, Kevin, your 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 anniversary is tomorrow, man. So I was I was smiling while we were talking, like looking down at my watch, going, "That's tomorrow, man." Like your 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 happy happy birthday as a as a believer tomorrow, and 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 we've never met or spoken before today, and that's just super exciting. So I think it it does it creates this brotherhood. Yeah. And and if I can speak out of turn a little bit on that, I think as men we're we're, we're terrible at that in some aspects, especially in this day. We feel like we've got to be in uh, this solely dependent person, independent person that doesn't need anybody, that mm. doesn't need this accountability. We don't have any problems, and the reality is a challenge like this highlights problems. You're you know whether it's a shoulder or a hip or a back or whatever else, or whether it's just I don't feel like doing it. I don't want to do it. I'm tired, and that carries over to marriage, to finances, to everything else we deal in life. I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to deal with my wife. I don't want to deal with my kids. I don't want to deal with this. And it creates this accountability. I've said for years, we've got this Al Bundy. If you're old like me, you know, you remember married with children. We got this Al Bundy syndrome where men just want to sit around the couch and scratch, you know, scratch and whatever else from that. But we're not being the men God had called us to be. Mm -hmm. And what I saw in this challenge were 40 men that banded together that don't know each other from Adam, that never heard each other's voices, that said, no, nah, I'm going to finish with you and you're going to finish with me. And this carries over into my finances and this carries over into my marriage and this carries over with my kids that, we, hey, we can we can rally around each other. We can support each other. And when I'm having struggles at home, I've got a group of guys that, quite frankly, I, I don't mind dropping something in the page. I did it with my shoulder. Hey guys, I'm, I've got a shoulder surgery coming up. This is going to suck a lot for lack of a better way to put it. Um, pray for me. I mm -hmm. need you guys. Mm -hmm. And I think that was the biggest thing that I saw is men. And you start to realize 
we like to quote the verse iron sharpens iron, but we don't ever look at what it means. It's a very mm-hmm. abrasive term. When you sharpen iron, it's sparks are flying off. Things are coming off. It's heat and friction and all those things. And that's what makes a man is heat and friction and challenge. And we came together in that and we accomplished something together and we'll accomplish something next year together that goes way beyond pushups and bike riding and walking and all that other stuff. It comes down to the core of what we are as men. And so I, I thought it was great. I got a lot of encouragement, even though I may not have responded of just seeing what you guys were saying, seeing the push-ups with the kids, seeing the push-ups with the family and things mm-hmm. like that. That that really challenged me and encouraged me. Yeah, I just watching watching uh Chris with his kids doing push-ups at the end and watching uh Scott finish with his little doing those the slowest 10 push-ups in the history of the planet <laughs> with his, his daughter. Or was that your daughter's son? I can't tell at that age, you know, making faces and smiling. Super cool. But I got to tell you, I wish he was on the podcast right now, but I'm calling him the big encourager. How about the videos from John Gardina? Do you guys see those videos? <laughs> I, I'm like, I don't know you, buddy, but you're acting like you're my brother. I'm like, I love that guy. I need to bring him along with me. I wish he was on the podcast. I do want to give him a big shout out. And then Tyler Storm saying, hey, I couldn't do push-ups today because he was a cop and he got, <laughs> he volunteered to get tasered. Did you see that video? <laughs> He's down for the count. He's like, yeah, I couldn't do pushups today. I got tasered. I'm like, oh, buddy, you're you're crazy. So, so BJ, hey, I got it. So, BJ, when we look at the the you guys that finished, what what is the gap between the 40 that finished and the 360 that didn't? Do you think there's a gap there? And if so, what is it? Oh, I would have to say, uh... Well, don't want to assume too much about it, but I just think it's that commitment um, that make it up your mind that you're not going to take the easy way out. Um, and I could tell you, me two years ago would have been in the group that didn't finish because life was all about what was easiest, what was about the most comfortable, um, what I could get out of it. And I just, uh, one day I had, a mindset shift and it was one of those, you know, I had served God since I was a little kid. Um, but it was one of those, I didn't really know what it meant to be a man after uh, God. Yes. And it, it was one of those, like my spirit finally came alive and, you know, I was one of those guys. I never, I never really pushed myself through through grade school and through high school. And a lot of guys, you know, they've got the, the glory days from high school, you know, when they were at their peak athletic performance. I never pushed myself then. And it wasn't until two years ago that I started on that journey. And so uh, whenever I saw this challenge, it was at a season in my life where I, I thought, you know what, I've, God has given me this physical body and I've never seen what it could do. And so my goal going into 2022 was I wanted to push myself harder physically than I ever had before. And so a challenge like this just fit along with that. And, you know, I agree with the other guys that day one of the challenge, no matter what it took, I knew that I was going to, I was going to finish it but just because that was, that was just my mindset and, and where I was at in that, that season of life. That's again, that's so powerful. I, I I'm surrounded by a group of guys that said, I am going to make this happen no matter what happens. I know when I got married, I said, I will not divorce. I'm not going to ever do it. And we've had a high maintenance marriage, but man, I celebrated 30 years with the love of my life. And I think there's a there's something to pushing through the challenges, pushing through when life doesn't go your way, 
pushing through and you do a endo on a mountain bike or when you, you know, blow out your shoulder or when you have hip surgery or when you're, you've got four daughters you're trying to impress and you don't feel like impressing them, but you need to do it anyway. Or when you get out of that cop car at 50 something years old, and you're like, man, it just doesn't feel as easy as it used to. You know I mean? These are things that are inspiring to me when you're pushing through. Did anybody uh, have anything else they want to add today? If I could say something real yes. quick. Um, if you're around me very long, you know that uh, basically I boil all my teaching down to three points. And I think this applies so well to just what you just asked. And this is easy for guys to remember, and it's, it applies to what we went through. But I tell guys, first thing, just show up. Yes. Show up. You know, if you show up, God's always shown up. And, and, and you put yourself in a place where you can win. If you just get your butt out of bed, make a commitment, just get there, do, just, just show up. And the second thing, after you show up, look up. Yes. Realize, man, I need help. God, help me. In fact, I love putting myself in situations where if God does not show up, I'm in serious trouble. So yeah. look up and say, God, I need you. I need the Holy Spirit, and I need brothers, and I, I need wisdom. I need insight. I think that 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 look up is a spirit of, of humility and humbling yourself. Yep. And I can't do it. So you're looking up. And the third thing, you hook up. <laughs> now, my wife doesn't like saying it that way, but what I'm saying is lock arms with brothers and, and battle together and hook up and and, and form that accountability. Bobby, you you nailed it with the accountability. It It is critical. So when a guy shows up, he looks up, and he hooks up, guess what? The sky's the limit. Yep. Sky's the limit. So it's pretty easy, pretty basic, but it's it's worked for me, and it's worked for a lot of guys that I try to encourage because they don't know where to start. Well, just show up, look up, and hook up. Yeah, and I'm really excited about this year's challenge. We've got I've got guys reaching out to me going, I'm so embarrassed I didn't finish, but I'm in, I'm in. And these guys are in. And so one of the things I have noticed about the last year's challenge and this year's challenge is, guys, uh, there's a lot of real strong starters. But it's the finishes that count. And so starting strong is way overrated. It's the finishes. So what I tell guys is don't, don't, don't go at a pace that's out of control. Start at a pace you can handle so that you can finish. So that's... Um, yeah, I, I love that. Show up, look up, and hook up. Very, very powerful stuff today. Chris, I saw that you had something you want to add in conclusion. Absolutely. Something that comes to my mind that came to my mind in that last month comes to my mind right now. I'd love to read, uh, if it's okay, Hebrews 12, 1 yep. through 3. It's the NLT version. Hope that doesn't make me a heathen. No, no, I love that version. That's a great, very word-accurate version that's easy to read. and. Right. And, and Chris, in John 19.30, there's an exclamation mark where Jesus finished. It is finished, exclamation mark. So and our, the Bible that we sell our men right now, we have a Bible version that we sell men, and it is an NLT version. So I really like that translation. So you're not a heathen yet. <laughs> yes. Here we go. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up. And let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding the shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. Think of all the hostility he endured from sinful people. Then you won't become weary and uh, give up. And the reason that spoke to me 
first it leads off with since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witness. In other words, hey, on on this basis, because you are not doing this alone, because there are teams of men around you uh, in this particular challenge, and then you know believers the worldwide who are around you, who are in the fight in the arena. Yep, with you. Uh, because of that, let's 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 go, let's go in on this. You know what I mean? It's it's getting me a little excited even reading this. Um, but the, the thing to remember to perhaps bring this all to bear is um, think of the hostility that he endured. Then you won't become weary and and give up. And this doesn't speak to those uh, you know who uh, didn't feel finish this or any particular challenge. I, I'm, I'm just speaking here. Um, what I've been diving into actually recently, I would encourage all of you men to do it, Jim. I'm sure you've had um, before, but um, men, if you read a um, a medical description of scourging and crucifixion, firstly, be in the right place and space to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it, it's beyond words. It's horrible. It's one of those things that never should have been invented. Think about all that he he willingly knew it was coming, and he went in when he went into that war. Um, and it's to to think of all that. It says verse three. Think of all the hostility. Hostility is a very light word way to put it, right? Think of all the hostility he endured from sinful people, and then you won't become weary and mm. give up. So um, that has to be the um, that has to be the driving force, right? Uh, to to keep it focused on him, and um, you know, it's we would all do well during this challenge and others to uh, zoom out from uh, you know the it's 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 one thing to be proud of the physical discipline that we've amassed, and uh, God wants that for us, I believe. You know, we're we're to be men of physicality, men of action, and all that stuff, um, but it all comes back to Jesus. Yep, that is true. I, I think of a. Uh... You know, Hebrews 12 was a verse two. It says, let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith or the author and finisher of our faith. Some Bible translations say, you know, uh, Rod Handley used to be, I think, the vice president of Fellowship of Christian Athletes and wrote many of their book booklets. And when I was in high school, I had a booklet given to me by the guy that led me to the Lord. Ultimately, uh, he's one of our national team captains, Gary McCusker, and it was called Total Release Performance. And it was always basing your performance on the pain that Jesus went through and pushing yourself because we could never push beyond the pain he went through because his pain was much, much greater. And so it was very inspiring. And what you read was uh, very uh, similar to that. Reminded me of that, Chris. So thank you so much. Hey guys, thank you so much for participating with us in this challenge. Just a show of hands. How many guys are doing the 23 challenge? Quite a bit of you guys. All right. Well, that's cool, man. Well, super excited to be partnering with you guys on that. And and guys, I love finishers. And if you guys are ever wanting to get more involved in our ministry with a small group leader or something, hit me up because I know I can trust you if you say yes, you're going to follow through because you uh, have that special trait that is so deeply, deeply desirable in this world. So thank you guys so much for being men in the arena, men of action, men of commitment. Keep pushing, guys. Guys, what's next? What action step will you take because of today? So here is your boots on the ground for this week's episode. Every man listening to this should have a goal to do 25 uninterrupted push-ups. That's right. 25 uninterrupted push-ups. If you can't do it, guys, make it your challenge. I just heard today of a 73-year-old man who did his first push-ups 
in years. And he's jumping into doing some push-ups because of what he's heard on our podcast, guys. So make sure you uh, challenge yourself, become your best version. Our man laws, guys, are supplied by you, our heroes, mostly. And whenever you uh, hear one of your Man Laws used. If you hit us up at info at menandarena.org, we will send you some swag. This week's Man Law actually comes from the men who we just interviewed, and here it is. If you say that you're going to do something, do it. Your reputation depends on you being a man of commitment. So, guys, make sure you head on over to our website at menandarena.org. Grab your free copy of my book, Tell Them What Great Fathers Tell Their Sons and Daughters, and sign up to join one of our many virtual teams that are designed to help you become your best version. Until next time, feel the wet sand on the arena floor. Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty. Grind it out. Push through and be a man. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men's from around the world and find out the type of dad you are.